Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is A New Old Order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber, the nation of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One, a mad tyrant whose people never live to see old age, and one, an invisible man who hides underneath the ground. This is a very obvious one this week. My people live to the ripe age of 90-something, and I live underground. You see, that person is me. So I'm the tyrant? You're the tyrant, yeah. I think your average age is like 60-something. No, no, it's in the 80s at least. I, I, 90 was definitely a lie, but it's like 80-something. Um, <laughs> who am I again? I'm your number one contender and your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of South America. That gets worse now every time I hear it. It's actually irrelevant now too. They've just scrapped the automatic rematch clause in WWE over the over the last few weeks. So, so it's a reference go. to saying that doesn't exist anymore. You're irrelevant and redundant and invisible and underground. I hear what you're saying and don't worry, and I will change my title <laughs> just for you. Oh, great. I can't wait. <laughs> and I'm, of course, Andrew Shostler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, we each run a nation, a hypothetical nation on the online nation states, online nation simulator, <laughs> nationstates.net. Speaking of go. redundant, yeah. There we go. Uh, and so... Each week we get an issue that we try to deal with while maintaining our utopic societies that we are trying to generate. Oh, yes. And it would seem that the reality of the game is trying to challenge me on that. It Mm. has been for 92 episodes and I (laughs) don't expect this one to be any different. Ah, yes. Uh, And over the top of it all, we have a five-episode issue that affects us all. And this time, we're dealing with a pandemic. And okay, I know your first thought is pandas are good. We want more of them. <laughs> but let me tell you, loyal listener, it doesn't mean a lot of pandas as I first thought. <laughs> it actually means some sort of giant medical crisis, like a plague or whatnot. A not in, yeah, not pandas. So lots of coughing and weird yeah, warts. I would assume a lot of like just yeah, vomiting and kill them. And when I kill say. We're dealing with it. <laughs> what I mean is I'm dealing with it. Yeah. And you all are kind of like, oh, I guess it's happening, but let's um, talk about tax. No. Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a bit of a paper shuffle in the Andropolian offices <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I think my, did my stock market go crazy because people were all panic buying? That was a reaction. I was yeah, reacting yeah, to yeah, this yeah. exact yeah. issue. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wasn't solving it, but I was fixing a problem that was caused by it. Well, last mm. week. Zane Australia opened its borders and made it a lot easier for people to immigrate uh, and take advantage of our health uh, health system. 
And so with the influx of foreigners, uh, certain shadowy ministerial figures have proposed government monitoring of individual internet usage. Oh, I see. In an issue called Traffic Cops Needed on Information Superhighway? (laughs) Question mark. Have you had a similar issue before about privacy online? Uh, I think the one that you're referring to is uh, cops wearing body cams. That may be what I'm thinking of. And that they would all be available to everyone at all times. A a live stream was was one of the options. Okay. But what was this issue, sorry? This issue is uh, certain shadowy ministerial figures have proposed government monitoring of individual internet usage. Similar to... The, the Australian government. Well, they, then you know it's evil because if it was right, they would be brightly coloured ministerial figures. Correct. They would be brightly coloured. <laughs> Unless. Like gypsies. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anglerfishers get a really bad rep. Maybe they don't want to be too brightly coloured because people might think they're predators. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Or deep sea predators. And the deep web is a thing. You see how there's a tenuous but link even, as to why I'm right. But even they have a little bright light that acts as a lure. We don't know the horrible jewelry trap. Okay, well, hear me out. They're, they're shadow ministers because there's a light somewhere else casting a shadow over them. So maybe that, that light that's making the shadow, maybe that's the lure. I see. But In then- these days <laughs> of terror and uncertainty, it is exactly what we need, says Robin Evans, signing an arrest warrant. Every pervert, terrorist, bomb-building maniac and anti-government idiot is currently online. I'm not saying that we should block citizens from seeing it, but let's also watch who's seeking it out. This will give our law enforcement officers the chance to prevent crimes before they happen. If you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to hide. And that's a rubbish position to have. It is a rubbish position to have. Because if you've got nothing to suspect, then what on earth are you looking for? Exactly right. Also, I'm very visible online by choice. Right. I have my real name as all my usernames everywhere. If anyone searches for it, they'll see everything there. But I don't think that everyone should have to do that. Certainly not. Uh, so I'm. this is not... Without good reason, and none has been offered except giving the police more power for no reason other than to give them more power, <laughs> the circular logic, uh, that is the only reason that has been. Actually, Jimmy Carr has a new talk show on Netflix. It's really good. Uh, it's, it's pretty the fix, funny. right? Yeah, the Fix. Yeah. Um, and one of God, the one of the sorry. one of the problems there was uh, they were going to fix social media or something. One of the proposed solutions, in fact, I think it was the most most popular one, was to introduce a sort of online identity card. Oh, yeah, so like for a you certificate. Log- so yeah. you have you put your real name on everything you say. Exactly yep. right. <clears throat> and then you're judged accordingly. Which not a terrible idea either. Like from what, what they were tackling on that episode. Exactly right. Because it's full accountability. It, yeah. Well, I have done something similar in the past. Not for individuals, but for bots. Um, I allowed bot usage, but they had to, they had to be registered. have to be registered and say that we are a bot. Yeah. The end. Can so I what we're saying is programmed. I was, I was just going to say, as far as a, a sort of social um, acceptance of it, there's already um, people who would be happy with with having um, a mandatory I- identification yes, online. Yeah. I mean, I personally 
would be happy to sign up for that, but I don't think it should be certainly, forced on everyone. Certainly not. Um, but then again, if you're if it's if it's optional, then it's irrelevant because if you sign up, you're not going to do anything illegal. No, it's not. Checked, right? no, because, because you can have benefits that, that come yeah, with it. Okay. Yeah. If you sign up to it, then everyone else who signs up to it, you have your own community of safety basically on the yeah. internet and you, anyone that you interact with you'll be able to know who you're talking to you'll you'll um, have you'll have sites that you can't sign up to unless you have an id you guys are talking about a gated community and i yeah. think that's elitist i don't like it no um <laughs> can i devil's advocate <laughs> no, for the we, first no, you're, you're self you're self-selecting where you choose to go <clears throat> yeah um so i like on facebook you're pretty sure that you know who you're talking to but on twitter they can hide behind any a number a weird name and a well, glyph on, as if, their even on Facebook picture. you're not required to yeah. have your real name or if they think that you have a fake name though they will be in the account is that right yeah you have as far as they're concerned it has to be a real name they oh. they were they went through doing that to like a whole bunch of drag queens and stuff as well oh, it that's has a shame. It, it has been repealed a bit in the in the last because of um de- people being dead named uh, mm. like trans people who were forced right. to put their um, their dead name on there instead of the name that they seriously yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Some so, teachers well, it's being relaxed now for that reason. Yeah. Some teachers name. will change their surnames, or yeah, some police course. will do it as well. So you can't be looking for Officer Blah or Mister or Mrs Blah. Right. So, so yeah, people they don't want in their lives can get out of there. Can I please devil devil's advocate? Sure. Your option that you received though. Yes. About what's the problem in monitoring everything? As because as long as you don't tick these seven evil boxes, you'll <laughs> never hear from the authorities. Period. Mm-hmm. You can look at whatever porn you wish, unless it's illegal, like child pornography, and then you're in trouble. I, I don't like this option, but it does have merits because while everything can be seen, nothing apart from these certain negative things will be acted upon. But then you're entrusting the people who are monitoring it with, you know, you have to give them some authority to just go and look at whatever they want, and then you have to trust that they won't use that information against whoever they're, whoever they're searching for. But you do that with every job. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, you could, as one of these agents, have a, have a sneaky look at what, what porn your neighbours look at, just on official business. And then there's also the logistical issue because when this was enacted in Australia and they started basically monitoring all internet traffic, it was had a huge impact on internet speeds. I, was say, I can see it slowing things down. Yeah. yeah. I will say a police in at least our state, had the capability to just look up anyone's registration number to see their driving history. There's mm-hmm. nothing that stops a cop from looking at his neighbor's, uh, Alpha's neighbor's driveway, seeing the license plate and then going to work that day and doing that. Your driving history and your internet history are two very sh- different things. But I'm just saying there are cases where they can take knowledge from one part of the life and potentially look into it on another part, yet we accept that as one part of society. We do, and maybe yeah. we shouldn't. Okay, and that's but the, yeah. you've registered a car. Yes. You could choose to ride a bike everywhere and not be traceable in that way. Yes, that's true. Whereas uh, yeah. this is mandatory. If you want to use the internet, you will be traced. Yep. And okay. that can be used against you. Like I said, just devil's advocating yeah. it because it does have Option some number merits. Two. Well, I am saying we should block out that filth. There we go. Says a man in a dark hat stepping out from the shadows. If people want to use the internet, they can view our government-approved sites. Those are swell. <laughs> and that's just why. Why <laughs> even have internet at that point? 
Exactly right. <laughs> exactly it's, right. It's not so much internet as it's well, they do it in North Korea, right? They have a very limited internet. There's like three it's an websites. internet at that point yeah. where basically you have a certain number of sites that you can yeah. peruse. And it's always like look at the glorious leaders hash <laughs> website. Yeah. So that's right out. Let's hope that option number three mm. is a good one. Mm, fingers must, crossed. Is there only three options? Three options. There must be different then because they're both different levels of ban. Ban the internet. Well, that was, oh God, no, it probably is. Oh, I honestly think option number two is banning the internet. It effectively is, yeah. Effectively, that's right. But this could be better. Remember that time I actually removed my internet? There's always more, a bigger step you can take. And you haven't rescinded that either. I haven't had the chance to. I'm fucking waiting for it. Surely it'll be like, hey, Seb, this thing called the internet exists. Turns out it makes life super convenient. Do you want to look into it? And I'll be like, yeah, but no. Nope. Just keep in mind, I had to wait like 70 episodes to reinstate cars. That's true. <laughs> you, you could be waiting for a long time. Oh, <laughs> Privacy it. activist Asmunda Maldonado is outraged as usual. Tyranny is the natural result of limiting information. Someone somewhere will always find something offensive. Mimes, for example. They scare the hell out of me. <laughs> but should we ban them? No. Free the internet. We have nothing to fear from free information but pop-up advertising. She's the voice of reason. That's that's voice e of reason. Exactly the option. I wish we were still for. at war right now. <laughs> we're not. You're fine. <laughs> but this is like this is those beautiful things where I can just like okay, I veto option three. Enjoy because it, both options are terrible. But if we're not at war. I would never do that. But I just I was saying I oh, wish yeah, this came earlier. Back at war pretty quickly. If, you <laughs> did really, that. I would, yeah. if I wasn't a deep drive, I'd veto one and three. But you know. We're not doing I would that. still dismiss. Um, One, three, and dismiss. I was in all my points to get you to ban your internet. <laughs> um, so with the pandemic over overhead, does that mean that you are happy for your citizens to be talking about where the disease is and you know possible yeah, absolutely. ridiculous cures and such? You're Zane free Australia all that has always tried to put as much trust in the populace. Yes. As it can, but uh, playing devil's advocate as as Seb was—that's me. With the, <laughs> with the pandemic overhead, surely you would want to restrict or at least monitor who is beginning panics or likely to begin a, a panic that will devastate a large portion of the population. Honestly, devil's devil's advocate. Oh, I don't think option one uh, would take away from that from the listed things in it. Okay, option number one. Basically, just gives law enforcement carte blanche mm -hmm. to monitor everything. Yes, that'd be in the internet as it is now, regardless of what the government is doing. Forensic uh, IT specialists can track internet activity, and that's great for white collar crimes and things that you know you can you can execute yeah. over a yeah. long time. This is a pandemic, and things are happening right now. Yes, I don't think tweets spread quickly and you sometimes want to shut down a bad tweet. I no I that I, I don't think that's a line I want to cross. Okay. Um that's censorship of free information. Um Zane Australia is all about education and sharing of information as okay. well as compassion. So I'm really not even tempted by number one in this particular case. But if you can all agree number one is the second best option on the table. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> number three is so bad. Because number number one still lets them do whatever they want, but with just with Big Brother watching. 
This is like you can do whatever you want and until there's a problem, we won't pay any attention. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to accept that one unless there's no veto. There's no veto? Absolutely not. I'm all about trusting the populace to make whatever stupid decisions they want to do. And to be fair, causing a panic is that that wouldn't be illegal, right? Yes, like, it is. It or intentionally is. causing a panic would be. But if but radio point- stations can get in trouble <clears throat> for putting out false information <clears throat> or saying that someone is doing something that they're not, then yeah, but they're acting as a form of media. If I go on my Facebook page, social and make media a, is media. And make a mistake though. I'm not acting as an agent of the media, though. You would need to, well, it would need to prove that you made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anti-government websites are springing up. Good. Does that, just, does that just say good after that? No. Because, oh, okay. No, that's me. That's the thing. I'm always like, if you can do it better, please get elected. Uh, <laughs> civil rights activists, now we're getting somewhere. Citizens praise innovative government solutions. Everything is cheesy. Cheese industry delighted with rising sales and tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Oh, a lot of ups. That's good. Uh, ideological radicality, 3.1. Uh, civil rights, 0.8. Political freedoms, 0.5. Intelligence, 0.4. Recreational drug use, 0.2. Average disposable income, 0.1. Nudity, 0.1. Employment, okay, so 0.1. Ups, but very negligible. Again, yeah. this is just sticking to the, yeah. the playbook in Zane Australia. Uh, interesting, though. Law enforcement, which has gone up in the last 10 or so right. uh, uh, episodes, has gone down 33.3%. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, social conservatism down for authoritarianism well, actually, down too. You would if you deregulated internet censorship, then of course yeah. anybody committed to monitoring that wouldn't, wouldn't be doing it anymore. Yeah. And then corruption down 0.1. So again, this is a net win, I think. Uh, average income has gone down 0.06%. Oh, that's nothing. So nothing. Um, I'm happy with this. I've received a card. What does that mean? I've received. Oh, this is more trading cards. I don't know what they mean. I want uh, them all. Okay. So America needs the trading cards. You must collect them that's all. Where, that's <laughs> where your economy really picks up. And from. you buy the lovely display case mm. for all your for all your trading cards. I've. I like the Final Fantasy like video games, and I've recently started buying the trading cards for them. Really? Now I don't play trading card games. I just find the cards pretty, and I like them. And I really? have a folder full of them. And my wife is just confused. Oh, we're potentially verging on you know the territory of other podcasts. But you know how Steam has the trading cards? Yeah, yeah. That you can legitimately sell for Strange, a, a few yeah. cents. What's the deal with that? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I, Maybe we'll save it for another podcast. Deal? Someone, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I someone else talk politics. Um, <laughs> I have an issue, and it's a big one. It's called the boys from Brazilistan. Uh huh. Is this another annexation impending? I freaking hope not. I swear <laughs> to God, can people stop taking my shit? Because I'm so polite. Yeah, res- I won't stop <laughs> No, no, I'm just so I'm too polite. Like, fine, have the island. Do you want a coke as well? Yeah. <laughs> can I get you anything? Please take your shoes off. No. Um, a report from your intelligence ministry reveals that an illegal lab deep in the jungles of Brazilistan has created several clones of the infamous genocidal dictator. I can't say that name. Lee Taralithia. Oh my god! I, I will. I'm committing to this. First name Lee Terra La Hitler. There we go. You did it, Terra La Hitler. It's not spelt as nicely as I've said it. <laughs> AKA the Butcher of Bigtopia. 
So yeah, let's go with that nickname, maybe. <laughs> and placed them with an adopted with adopted families scattered around the world, including some in South America. So short version, they've cloned Hitler a lot and just put him in a bunch of different nations under as an adopted child. That doesn't mean he'll turn out to be a genocidal maniac. I know it's just a crazy. This is just the plot of some terrible B sci-fi movie. That's all. Nature versus nurture. <laughs> which one? Which one comes out on top of that? Well, in South America, it's a big question because nature is terrifying because of the size of our big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> These children are a potential source of danger, says death camp survivor Cooper Meyer. Think what would happen if one of them rose to power in South America and repeated Terra Hitler's crimes here. <laughs> Such a stupid name. I guess they're no more dangerous than any other child that potentially can do exactly the same thing. Yep. They have to be put under surveillance to make sure that never happens. If they turn out not to be as evil, then we, th- we ought to be monitoring them to protect them from those with a misplaced sense of vengeance against them. Either way, everybody is safest if we keep a close watch. So... We should watch them in case they're evil, and then if they're not evil, watch them so other people who think they might be evil don't kill them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate the second half of that. Like, yeah. that's very res- responsible, I guess. If we're paying for surveillance, we're committed to it regardless of the outcome. <laughs> it just seems like a terrible headache yeah. over, over a non-problem. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> Welcome to America, where people are given way too much freedom to, <laughs> to talk to me in my office. <laughs> that's not enough, yells big topian human rights activist Jessica Stoker. What if someone marries them without knowing? Or do they have kids? Terror Hitler systematically murdered millions of Bigtopians because he believed they were genetically inferior. We can't allow his DNA to stay in the gene pool. These abominations must die. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, no, no, that's Bigtopia. Hey, uh, hey, hypocrite. Hey, yeah. come on, buddy. <laughs> Me? No, that person. Oh, good. Oh, he killed. <laughs> People, because he thought they were genetically inferior, we better cut his genetics out of everyone. My only concern is the quality of the clone mixing in with the populace. That might actually be like a problem that we should probably look into helping them with, not well, killing if he's, them. If he's feasible and yeah. alive, then I guess that's. I just no feel like problem. we should be testing them to make sure they're okay, so they know maybe reproducing might not be good for them. Is, just to let them know. Maybe just, maybe just give them some sort of vaccine that removes their genes and they'll be fine. They no, I'd just be like, well, educate them on. so they're aware. They might not know anything, uh, anything about what's happened to them. They should have full knowledge. Of course that, they do. They're babies and children. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry, Zane. Is this outpost the source of the pandemic, <laughs> it was. It's in Bigtopia, <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. Because, <laughs> okay, they did say that these, these kids – are in every nation. I see. So for the record, it started in Bigtopia and there's there's at least one in every nation, guys. It, I, okay, okay. Here, here we go. I'm happy to have found our, our patient zero and patient zero <laughs> through to one million. Genghis, <laughs> Genghis Khan is famously, you know, the ancestor of like Many 10 people. to 15% of the worldwide populations. Concentrated in Asia, but, but yeah. significant nonetheless. Would you say that one in ten, one in eight people are evil to the extent that Genghis Khan was? That they well, want Genghis to- Khan wasn't evil. He was just really ambitious. successful <laughs> at killing people. Oh, he had a lot of pretty specific rules. Yeah, I, I guess. I have two more options. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> yeah, one in eight of us don't want to conquer Asia. Genes um, is, I mean, is what I mean for yourself. <laughs> well, two out of three of us don't want to conquer Asia. <laughs> but one out of three is at least more than one out of eight. So yeah, the real uh, small sample size. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. 
What's wrong with you people? Civil rights lawyer Ned Bursala wants to know. Don't we have anything better to do than judge people by their DNA? These children aren't Lee Terror Hitler and they haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. It should be illegal to discriminate against people based on their genes. Of course. So that's my running choice. But I want to look back on these options with the thought that he could be patient zero in every nation. Right. Can't be ignored. I want to, so let's say that's where I'm going currently with, there's so, no pandemic. That's the option I would be so picking. what's the pandemic that they're spreading the disease or that the was, disease yeah. makes you look like terror no, Hitler? they're spreading the disease. Right. Okay, final option. Hey, like, maybe we can use this, says controversial pop singer Britney Spear. Spear is spelt differently. <laughs> As she bounces into your office dressed in a bizarre mix of sequins, body paint, and fascist regalia. You can recruit the crones, the crones, clones to work for you and have them travel the country promoting patriotism. What could possibly go wrong? Oh my goodness. That's, that's flat out. That's crazy. That doesn't help for the pandemic or for this logic. Well- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As far as the pandemic is concerned, if you think they're the cause of it, you would certainly have absolute control over where they went. I'm, I don't want to send them anywhere. No, no, you could send them nowhere is what I'm saying. Mm. So if we go under the assumption <laughs> that Bigtopia started the pandemic. Right. With, the, the, this, this and you, m- have, you have next to zero founding for that. It's well, we never, we never have founding for any of the things. We just work the topic into them. So I have as much founding <laughs> as we've ever had for any topic ever working into the season arc. Fine. <laughs> Conceded, please. I was like, so if, big, if this has started a Bigtopia and now there's at least one of these clones, maybe more in every nation, and they could be the reason that the disease has spread so far between every nation. Right. I don't well, wanna... they're patient zero. I mean, it's not like vampires where you kill them and the disease will magically disappear. Yeah. It's infected the population as a whole and now you've got a massive quarantine yeah. issue to, to deal with. So by this stage, we'd say it's too late. It's certainly too yeah. late to be dealing with patient zero. Well, then I'm not killing them. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Congratulations. So if it is too late and they are just as sick as everyone else and just like everyone else, they will potentially get better, then they are citizens, and I will go with option three, which is just to let them be. Maybe. Also, if they're patient zero and still alive, that means that there's at least some hope of finding a cure. Yep. If they're, you know, cloned genetics are, uh, are keeping them alive somehow. What is option number three? Um, is to leave, leave them be. Yeah, you can't discriminate against people based on their genes. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's, it's the option I would have gone normally. There is option... Two, which is to kill them, which I think <laughs> by this stage, a, a, a very rude. B, and it sends a strong message that if you clone evil dictators, that's not the problem. It's the disease that's the problem. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go option three. Option one, just um, for lifetime security monitoring <laughs> on these people, at least within my nation. So not not globally, right? And I mean, like, 
while it's not great, witness protection is a thing. Like, it's not like this is a, a ridiculous thing I would have to construct to happen. It's just effectively monitoring them like you would summon a witness protection. Okay. So it's expensive, but it's no more expensive than an existing function of of the police. But I'm going sure, option, you keep telling yourself that. But I'm going option three, which is do not discriminate against people by their genes, which I think is a controversial yep, option. No, very good. <laughs> said America taken over by terror Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Hypochondriacs demand treatment for genetic disorders they don't have. Much less the right response to what I selected, but okay. <laughs> Avant-garde gallery popular, yet confusing. Tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Diverse options for Submerica's varied youth. Civil rights activists, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, guys, so many big ups that Good. you would not believe. Really? Gambling, ideological radicality, and charmlessness up 1%. Oh my god! And then I'm gambling not- and charmlessness. Social classics of con- America. <laughs> Social conservatism is the only full percentage that went down by two percent. This did fuck all. Literally everything went up or down between. Yeah, well, you literally just said nothing. I guess we're not we're not doing anything. And to be fair, I think about how I've kind of built Seb America, it was so already in line with everything I've been doing that there wasn't really much of a jump it could do. Like yeah. if Andrew were to do this, for example. Similar, have a bigger, similar to Zane Australia's issues. Yeah. Like we just, we're just going to let people do what they want. Yeah, pretty much just a, a reaffirming the status quo by yeah. this point. So that's lovely. I thought that would go a lot worse than it did. So I'm happy. <laughs> I didn't read the options beforehand. I was like, oh, well, good. Can't wait to get blamed for this. What a good leader you are. Then. I literally didn't even read the part where it said Bigtopia did this. I thought that we were doing it until I read it. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm off the hook. Excellent. Do go on issue. Yeah. Well, actually, I think this is this is a first for us. I've got an issue that harks back to the establishment of our of our countries. Ooh. Armed and unready. A small countryside skirmish against a score of bandit militiamen ended in a complete catastrophe, despite the deployment of two dozen Andropolian battle tanks and 150 infantrymen. The Andropolian conscripts proved to be no match for their well-trained and motivated enemies. Unsurprisingly, the perceived quality of the nation's soldiers has come under heavy fire. So if you remember when I established it, I was in favour of mandatory military service. Yes. But not... Specifically for the military service, it was to it was a have national service, some sort of national service where for a year or two, basically new newly uh, graduated students would be on the front line of um, the very the very bottom of society. They would be you yeah. know yeah. in the soup kitchens, uh, uh, dealing with um, you know uh, sort of helping out interns yeah, in hospitals roads and. and, and Oh, that as well, you know. Enforcing the, the automobile ban. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> but the idea was that they would have a more rounded introduction to society by uh, not just experiencing what their parents exposed them to. Yeah. It was exposing them to. St. Australia took the same option. Yeah. The, the world can be a terrible place and you need to know that these people are there to be a well-rounded person. Yeah. So it seems it's. Kind of come back to to bite us. Oh no! Because us? No. Or you? Well, some bureaucrats have you know been interpreting <laughs> that as literally. Let's conscript them into the military. Ah. So let's see if we can't shake things up a little bit, or at least get them more to the ideal. <laughs> Hang on. Which end is the one we point at the bad guys? Asked clueless Private Christensen, haplessly staring down the barrel of an assault rifle in genuine confusion. Ah, oh, Christensen. Oh, Christensen. <laughs> I give up. 
Look here, most supreme magnificent overlord, I'm just not cut out to be a soldier. Neither is anyone else in my unit. You have millions of men who couldn't hit the side of a barn with a battle tank main gun, even if the tank was parked in the barn. Couldn't you just let us prove our pride in some in in our glorious nation by doing some good instead, like tending to the elderly, cleaning up the streets, or peeling potatoes? I agree with him. That not only gets it in line with what, what I intended you for it, it to do, yeah. also in the face of a pandemic, it's an extra you know crew to deal with you know the things that doctors and nurses you know would otherwise be taking time away from dealing with proper. Um, you know, actual emergencies. Just to clarify, did you say all military or just some of them? Well, just just the ones that don't don't want to do it. Do it. Do so that. it would be a compulsory service with the military branch being a voluntary option for you. Okay. But you have to have some service okay. somewhere doing something. Yeah. Oh, is it Singapore? You can do police or military and oh, there's another sector as well. Oh, is that right? I know you can definitely do police and then military, but it's compulsory for like three, four years. Police From is fine. Or Aged care is two. fine. Two years, yeah. yeah. Aged care is fine. Even you know, peeling potatoes for a soup kitchen mm. is fine. I'll look it up because I'm curious now. But yeah. I know Singapore does something. Yeah. Like I, this. I think in Zane Australia we haven't had this particular issue because we defunded our military like almost directly uh, so, afterwards. So just de facto, so it was released everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's also a good option. I would imagine there are quarantines happening everywhere with displaced people. Um, so that would also give a crew for for those uh, tent cities yep. um, to 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 yeah. run them. So good for dealing with the pandemic and gets us back to to the old spirit of things. It's two years. It's armed forces, defense forces. So sorry, civil defense forces or police forces. All police for Singapore. Yep. Okay, interesting. I know one of the guys that I used to work at a coffee mm. shop with he was he was a cop there. He did two years and he extended it and did like four or five and then was like, I'm done with this. And now he worked in a cafe. Good, but, good yeah. on him. Number two, our military isn't isn't what it was in the good old days, comments retired Drill Sergeant Yelly. <laughs> <laughs> you should revisit basic drill <laughs> basic drill and training. Concentrate on the fundamentals like disciplined formation, marching to the beat of a drum, standing up straight, keeping your uniform shiny, and having abuse shouted in your left ear. Also not an unreasonable option. I don't think it's going to address either facet of, yeah. of the, no. this problem. It's certainly fine to to do that. I think you know if you if you you need discipline in in an army. In fact, one of the uh, one of the gentlemen I work with um served in the New Zealand um he was he was a had national service in, yeah. in New Zealand and some of his fondest memories were um were of his time he spent there. It says clean I mean it, it, I mean there is a difference between Choosing to go into the military if that's what you want to do, or that's the option that seems best for you, yeah. and forcing everyone into the military to go through two years of having abuse yelled in their left ear. That's true. His his point was that it really cleaned him up. Yeah. Like he he went in a shabby teenager, and inside of two months, um, he was making his bed and just being yeah, yeah. a general polite kid. Um, I'm sure a lot of that was ingrained in his in his upbringing, and he just yeah. needed a, a, a yeah. kick to to set it going. But anyway, not an unreasonable option, but I don't think it's the one I'm going to go with. Number three. As always, technology has the answer, announces computer programmer Conan Quayle. And as we all know, the Andropolian infotech sector is quite robust. Oh, yes, it's good. Pausing halfway through level 242 of Call of Honor to talk to you. With the latest targeting computers and our military equipment, even a child couldn't miss. An interlaced augmented reality overlay and combat AI could tell soldiers in real-time squad and enemy locations. 
Ranges, wind speed, optimal weapon selection, tactical movements, inspirational morale boosting messages. It's modern warfare. Mm. That seems great, but it's not a war we're fighting. <laughs> yeah. We're facing a pandemic. pandemic. No, I don't uh, think we shoot hard enough. <laughs> maybe you can shoot the virus. Yeah, maybe you can target really me. small <laughs> guns. Maybe it's not a virus and it's the bad guys from um, Bird Box. Maybe you can just shoot at them. Uh, maybe there's physically no. something there. But then does the bomb want to kill itself once yes. it targets them? Then, of course. <laughs> but then if something's targeting them and sees them, then they'll go. They won't kill themselves. That's yeah. not America's problem. Let's, wow. let's, let's not go the technological route. You want to start then. a war? Yeah. Start a war with Edge <laughs> No, just, va- just vast indifference. <laughs> I don't want him to blow himself up, but also if he chooses to, that's fine too. Number four of five options. I think your approach is already correct Wields Jennifer Wolfenstangenhausen Bergendorf. There we go. Sycophantic aide de camp. Can I I guess where this is going? She wants to experiment on them. In fact, the only issue we have is that we don't conscript enough soldiers. With greater numbers, victory would be assured. For starters, I'm sure the elderly and the disabled would be proud to serve in our great nation. Ah, yes, the Russian options. Overwhelm them with numbers. (laughs) <laughs> all you need I mean, is it's work for them. All you need is one more soldier than the enemy has bullets, and you've won. You've won. <laughs> Assuming the that that remaining soldier can kill all the remaining soldiers, then we'll have to call up new units so that if, when the enemy's you know knives Get are the completely blunt, units in, <laughs> and they're so exhausted from stabby stabby and shooty, <laughs> not shooty, <laughs> or number five. Or you could go back to having a volunteer army, mutters Shinzo Dunn, handcuffed deserter and sole survivor of the recent massacre. Look, I didn't want to be a soldier anyway. I didn't want to be rabbiting on all day about skirmishes and scouting positions and pincer movements from the West. I wanted to be a lumberjack, <laughs> leaping from tree to tree as they float down the mighty rivers of British Columbia. Anyway, um, d- ditch the draft. Yeah, <laughs> That one. Why ditch it? Okay, you don't want to have a military anyway. This is obviously not private because you have influence over it. This is dismantling your military. Oh, contraire. I yeah, am. Polio does want a I military. thought you wanted a private force. I would prefer that they well, be private. This is the first option, remove the public force. Well, this is ditching the draft. Yeah. But the, dra- the draft you, uh, I implemented in order to give a more well-rounded introduction to society for our young'uns. Oh, okay. I would remove it. Well, yes, you would remove it because you never instated it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and I would um, never have instated it. What, what the decision here is whether or not it is currently serving its purpose, which it obviously isn't, in either repurposing it or giving it mm. back to the people and making it, if they want to join the government's armed forces, then they can do it. I would suggest there's probably option number two is the option that you want to take is in broadening what national service means. No, I, I, I actually still want to go with number one. Oh, is, is that what you mean? Is, is, is that... Where you, can, where you can choose to go into the military. Or, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah the first one. Um, no, uh, I, I would like for, the, for all services, for all government services, as many as possible to be um, taken over by the private sector. But uh, while I will concede that in having a publicly funded defence force, you stifle any attempts that the private sector may make into it. 
getting rid of it completely in the hopes that you know somebody <laughs> steps up you know will will step up to it is an even worse situation can i play super devil's advocate here <laughs> there is a pandemic people are getting very sick you currently have a lot of government employees that are going to be under your care that will fall sick if you no, were to remove them as the employees. The government in Andropolia is a very small part of the society. But these people are part of that part. Of, so they I'm saying are. if they get sick, you might be on the hook for their medical bills. Maybe it's time to release them before they get very sick in the pandemic and you don't have to pay for them. Except they're in the military. Yeah. We are indemnified from any... You know the things that happen during the time of their service. Also, That's whereas say Australia would say that they are a resource that you can use to help treat those who need it, and that's exactly yeah. where I'm going with it. That this is okay. this is rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to do the logical thing, I would just free them. I would let my people go. They're not enslaved, oh, except they have to serve in the military. All right, think about you've it. Made a choice for them. I, Okay, while 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 the structure is that yes, you you become an adult and you go mm. into the service, I would be happier with a with a society more like the one out of Starship Troopers, where you can do what you like. That's fine. I'm doing my part. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in order to become a citizen, to open up, you know, the possibility of you voting and again, Wait, you're probably, going Roman style, right? probably being a, a property owner and such, then you have to contribute to the yeah. society in some. In some meaningful you know, way, meaningful yeah, way, the Roman thing, yeah, yeah. in some established okay. way, yeah. All right, Caesar, have fun. The Romans were around for a long time, Seb. Yeah, but then they you they stopped being and, around, and, and they they founded our civilization. Sure, <laughs> but certain things that they did have not made it into modern Ooh. society, and I have to wonder: is there a reason? But a lot of the things they established are still our foundations today. Of, but this isn't one of them. <laughs> this is absolutely one. Yeah. Of them. Not in Seb America. <laughs> incompetent former soldiers have been re-employed as incompetent cleaners and kitchen staff. <laughs> At least they're happier and not dying. At least not for a while. The Antropolia <laughs> Sentinel reports military base converted to well-defended retirement village. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, good. That addresses the pandemic super directly. Well, could have been more directly, but uh, directly at least. A, a well-defended retirement village? Yeah. Meaning that if you're quarantining people inside or quarantining them from people on the outside, you've now got a barricaded fortress inside of a which- re- A retirement village. <laughs> <laughs> it's not- It's not- Well defended, Zane. You're missing it's the- It's not the World Health Organization <laughs> in there. It's a retirement village. Ah, but they've got the helipads in order to come whenever they like. <laughs> And the security to know that their buffets will not be spoiled. <laughs> Tax cuts relief to many, helping less fortunate a national duty, citizens agree, ah, oh, at last. And kittens become softer, scientists say. Aww. Isn't that lovely? Uh, I too don't have any, well, not, not huge moves for Andropolia anyway. Niceness is up 12.5%. Welfare is up 8.7 to negative 12 <laughs> on the safety net mesh density rating. Pacifism up 7.5%, compassion up 2%, excellent. Uh, safety up 1.5%, and freedom from taxation up nearly 1%. Lifespan up half a percent. Hooray! We're uh, in the high 47s. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Nothing wrong here, folks. As far as the downtrends are concerned, crime has decreased half a percent, weaponization down 1%. Taxation down one and a half to under five percent for the tax rate. 
A government size? <laughs> Mine's 40 out of reference. Mine's 60 something. Those powers combined, everyone's paying all the taxes. Those are scary big numbers. To be fair, I'm a socialist nation. <laughs> they get a lot of bang for their buck. They get a lot for mine too. A lot of my stuff's provided. Except internet. What's internet? <laughs> let, let us check at the end of this episode, average disposable income. After after tax, obviously. Have you found a strong point on your side, have you? It's gone, done nothing but go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, taxation is down 1.5%. One, one Government size down 45 I'm happy to report. And the Defence Forces down 43%. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that's a paper thing because they've increased in other, in, in other sectors. But on the whole, good news for Andropolia. Niceness yeah. and compassion, the big winner's there. And that is something that... Andropolia specifically has needed for a long time. It's definitely one of the things we uh, we deal with, or at least so, have been trying to deal with for, for a very long time. Average disposable income, is that what we're looking average at? Average disposable income, let's do that. Because speaking of tax rates, it's... Uh, oh, mine's fun. I'll, I'll start because mine's not good and we'll end on a positive note. Sure. When we started, my average disposable income was just shy of $42,000. My, my. Okay. At its lowest point, it has dropped down to 20, 29, almost almost 30, and is currently sitting on 32 and a half. So mine's gone down effectively almost $10,000 since we started. Goodness me. But that's not terrible because everything's paid for. <laughs> if you say so. That's, that's 30 grand that they can just spend where the fuck they want because everything is free. Everything is free. That's 30 grand on like internet. What's the internet? <laughs> or dogs. No, the dogs are free. I couldn't contain them. They got too big. Uh, Zane Australia started out at 36, had some ups and downs. Lowest points, it was 27, currently sitting on 41,900. My goodness. This may be the first time where I've had a more favorable number than both of you. We started well, off. You have no tax. Virtually no yeah. tax, but um, people are people are wealthier in in Andropolia, it would seem based on based on this number alone. If they're so wealthier, wealthier why are they dead? Deader. <laughs> like we were at the same point. <laughs> if you can bequeath a gun, that means it's a part of your wealth. I imagine, yeah, I, I guess if we if we took this number, multiplied it over every year that they live. And then see who gets the highest Actually, amount. I really want those numbers because I feel like they're skewed in our favour zone. <laughs> no, no, of, I don't know how high it is. Point of order, point of order. The average lifespan can imply that there's a very, very high early mortality rate. <laughs> so these could be teenagers that are offering themselves <laughs> and everybody else lives comfortably into their 80s and 90s. There just yeah, aren't that many of I them. I mean, you can keep telling yourself that, but I don't think that's what it means. Anyway, average disposable income. Uh, freedom being one of the most important uh, qualities um, to the Andropolian way of life. Started off the game just above 48,000, so higher than both of you are even now. Yes. Um, and it's done, gone nothing but up. Once it cracked through 50, it never went below that. It's sitting at 53,500 now. Oh, yeah, good. And and the highest it's been was just over 55. Yeah. So I think... In the past few weeks, we've reintroduced some public education and some public health uh, measures because the private sector wasn't stepping up. So that has come down a little bit, but it's still incredibly high. All right. All right, well, that has been us. You can find us online on Twitter or on Facebook. And if you want to become one of those precious 
precious people who give to our Patreon and get those one in five episodes that are only given to Patreons. You can go to patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast and give there as little as one American dollar a month. We'll get you access to all of those extra episodes. That's nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Not well, literally the way nothing. that it's going. <laughs> I've been Chancellor Zancy Weber of the Nation of Zancy Australia twirling forever towards an increasingly disease-free future. I've been your number one contender, your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of Sub America. And I, sorry, Andrews, let me like look into your eyes as I say this. Fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. Oh, my heart wants to cry. Yeah, that's how that's, how, that's oh, good. Oh, that's so cringy. Nope. Seb, that's awful. No, I've been using what, it for a couple what happened, a month now. What happened to being in the bar? You're I not, changed it a month just, ago. Re- are you sure? Yes, this is the reaction I got from you every time. That's why I directed it towards you. Oh, my God. You were very unhappy about it. Have I been having a stroke yeah, these episodes? I think your comment Zane was- is socialist. You've stopped raising the bar and being the bar. I, I, I never I, raised the bar. I just was the bar. Okay, <laughs> let's just be clear. Well, I have been apparently an absent-minded Andrew Schossler, <laughs> most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.